Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. The captain delivers late in game seven. The thing that burns him is wanting to win a Stanley Cup. That's a win-win-win for the organization and a win-win-win for the people of Edmonton. Leon Dreisaitl, 50th of the year. This is exciting for the fans of Edmonton. They deserve it. Zach Hyman finds the rebound. Yeah, my name called by the weather there. A pretty surreal moment and you know a dream come true. Jay Woodcroft has done an amazing job. The people in our organization got a taste for playing hockey in the month of June, but I don't think anybody's satisfied with just that. Connor McDavid has won the Battle of Alberta for Edmonton in overtime. And this is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by World of Spas, Edmonton's number one hot tub and swim spa dealer. The ideal place to start your daily vacation. Now, Bob Stoffer on the official station of your Edmonton Oilers. 6.30, Chad. Hot comes in front, scores! Evan Bouchard wires it home, and we are tied at three. to be at Rogers Place last night. A 4-3 overtime win. They're becoming the cardiac kids, at least in the last couple of games. Great job there by Derek on the intro. Motley Crew mashed in with Evan Bouchard's game-tying goal. 4.4 seconds left on the Jumbotron at Rogers Place. It's all they needed. And the Bouch bomb is effective when he gets it on net. He has the last couple of games. Give him three and two and give the Oilers back-to-back heart-stopping overtime wins. Brendan Escott here with you today. Oilers now brought to you by World of Spas. Aching after a long day? World of Spas offers tubs designed with your relief in mind. Rest, recover, and relax with World of Spas, Alberta's number one swim spa dealer. Visit worldofspas.com. Lots of time for your input, your reaction. It was the return of Matthew Kachuk to 
Albertan soil, really, or frozen soil out on the ice last night, and he found twine. And then he cupped his ear and uh, <clears throat> he gave it to the fans a little bit. And frankly, it's Matthew Kachuk, so you expect that a little bit. But what the Oilers did to really mitigate uh, the, the rest of the push was this is a, a Florida Panthers team that not only this year is leading the NHL in shots on goal per game, but this is sort of their M.O. This goes back a couple of seasons. They pour the puck on the goal to the tune of more than 40 shots on net per game. Last night, they only mustered 28. So Edmonton did a really good job of sort of suffocating that or at least keeping the shots to the perimeter for the first two periods there. They did surrender the first goal of the game. I know that's got to be something that they clean up moving forward. You can't have a team chasing games every single night. And we've talked about this before a lot, not just this season, but in seasons past as well. So we'll continue uh, trying to dissect, uh, I guess, how to how to negotiate a better start out of this team. But the, the bottom line is, when you got that top end talent and you let those two go in overtime, you're 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 the opponent. You better make sure you win that opening face off in overtime. That's all I can say. And you better make sure you convert on your first chance because uh, you got the two best players in the world on the ice. They're not likely to miss, and they didn't. So think about it this way. If you're going to steal one point, why not steal them both? And that's sort of how it happened last night. We'll call that today's top story, brought to you by Legacy Heating and Cooling. Whether it's heating or cooling you need, get it with no payments and no interest for a year. That's how you build a legacy. Legacy Heating and Cooling. Oilers now 12-10-0 after that win last night. Fourth in the Pacific, but as I said off the top, this is back-to-back -back games in a cardiac, heart-stopping fashion that they've managed to, uh, to emerge victorious. Let's get into the audio vault, hear how it sounded. That's brought to you for uh, by Direct Workwear, featuring Edmonton's largest selection, unbeatable prices, and customer service that makes you feel like family. It was Cam Moon last night. So we get set to go as these two teams hooked up November 12th. It was a 4-2 win in Florida for Edmonton. All the way up to the right point. Floats it cross ice. It comes in front. What a save. Rebound. Scores. Matthew Kachuk got the rebound. Bound, put it by Skinner, and it's one nothing Florida. Well, an unforced error there from Darnell Nurse. He tried to front the puck, and instead it ricocheted off him and gave the wrong guy. I mean, Matthew Kachuk, the fans can think what they want, but he's got a great set of hands. Now to McDavid in front of the net to Hyman. The backhand. Oh, rebound, Scott! determined that the puck was kicked in the net, therefore we have no wall. Yeah, well, all right. McDavid to dry sidle his shot, saved by Knight. Oh, from the side, McDavid robbed by Knight. Here's a long pass, a breakaway pass. McDavid, he's in all alone. The shot, scores! Connor McDavid with a breakaway. He backhand roofed it, and this game is tied at one. Across the line, Kulak will shoot it again, tip, rebound, scores! in front of his own goal. 9.08 going to third. 2-1 to one Oilers lead. Up the left wing now. Goes three in. We'll get it to the middle in front. Lindell scores. Ekblad gets it back across. Great save by Skinner. Batted towards the net and wide. Comes out Montour. Scores. Puck comes in front. Scores! Evan Boucher! 
wires it home, and we are tied at three. Well, there you go. Connor McDavid with a great pass, and Bouchard didn't think about it. Did he ever shoot the pill there? He buried it, and we are going to get headed to overtime here. The Oilers will get at least a point. Wing to dry side, laying over the line with McDavid. The pass, McDavid to dry side. Oh, scores! Leon dry wins it for the Oilers. 22 seconds into overtime, 4-3 the final. Damn, there was a pick, and Florida will not be happy. But Sam Bennett got picked deep back in the Oilers zone, and that created the two-on-one for the wrong guys to have a two-on-one. The two highest scoring players in the National Hockey League since the start of the 16-17 season. And McDavid rolled one across, but the pick was created by Dreisaitl way back in the Oilers zone. Ekblad almost got a piece of it, and instead, the Oilers get the victory. How about that? Oh! If you're going to steal one point, why not just steal them both, right? I mean, the passes that this team is, is able to execute, and I look back to that Connor McDavid goal, which tied this game. Zach Hyman made about an 85-foot stretch pass out of his own end and uh, and head up. Like, the chemistry between the guys that have been playing together a little bit, it's obviously Hyman's second year here, and he's a really high IQ hockey player anyway. But you got to bleed a little bit sometimes to try and create offense. And when you're chasing the game like they were, that was... Uh, it called for it, and they they delivered. Beautiful pass by Hyman. That's his 11th assist on McDavid's 17th goal of the season. Uh, we know he's stealing the headlines up here. He's actually not leading the league in goals anymore. Jason Robertson has gone psychotic down in Dallas. We'll talk with Frank Saravalli, uh, or Saravalli rather, at uh, 12.35 about some of the other goings-on around the NHL, trade market, and that sort of thing. But we'll focus on last night for a little bit more. And, and and really, again, I say this is this little Florida team that they outshoot everybody. And Edmonton is getting outshot by everybody. They surrender, uh, I think, the 26 most shots on goal against per game. And they were able to outshoot Florida 40 to 28 in that win. So they're dictating, you know, enough of the play. And, and maybe more so than that, they're not allowing the Panthers to really get to what made them successful. So Jay Woodcroft talking about uh, some of the positives of that win last night and just what can be done to carry it forward. In order to get um, those numbers, you got to be doing some things positively. So we, we pound on those positives. I think over time, um, those things even out. Um, you know, our focus is on playing the game a certain way uh, to put ourselves in position to win them. I think there's uh, still things that we can do defensively that will help improve our record. Um, we're working towards that. We are missing some people, but what I think when you miss some people, um, it 
it really puts an emphasis on your structure because the team structure should protect everybody. It should, um, you know, allow people to not wander around the rink without a compass. Uh, it, it gives them a sense of freedom within the guidelines of how you want the game to be played. And uh, if the better we can play towards a team structure, the more I think it benefits everybody. And then I think the goals go up and then on the offensive side and, and the tighter we are defensively, the goals go down. Missing four of your own top six forwards, or top nine forwards, rather. Missing four of the top nine. So you, you got to have more of the priority being on team defense right now. And I think that we saw, you know, in some senses anyway, that put into effect last night. Also, when you're thinking about that top line being loaded up with McDavid and Dreisaitl and, and last night's case, Poyarvi, then you really had better make sure if you're playing on one of the other lines that you're contributing somehow. Woodcroft, talking about finding consistency with the team and playing the, the two big guys together. I think we're trying to find wins and uh, and and find consistency in our game. Um, you know, so we're willing to do what it takes to find ways to win games. Um, if that means dressing 11 forwards, we'll do that. If it means we're dressing 12 forwards, we'll do that. If it means... Connor and Leon play together. That's what we'll do. Uh, we had lost two games on the road trip in New Jersey and, and on the island that we felt we were right there. We just we didn't find a way to win those games, so we felt we needed a little uh, jump start, and um, we put them together. In fact, I think if you know throughout their career, I as a coach and our coaching staff here has probably played them the least amount together out of any staff uh, but sometimes you need a little jump start and uh, certainly the last two games with them playing together we have we've the team found two wins now, I mentioned Yessa Pugliarvi was up there, at least to start the game, and most of the time with the two big guys, Woodcroft talking about Pugliarvi and, and the scoring chances. I believe when Dave and I came up from Bakersfield last year, he had gone 14 games without scoring a goal. I believe that. I don't know that that's the exact number, but I believe that. Um, and then all of a sudden, um, you know, in that first game, he scores a power play goal. Uh, in the game against Anaheim, he scores another goal. So he scored two goals in four games, and then he got... Uh, dinged up with an injury um, I think it's there it, we have confidence in him and we have confidence in him to play him with good players um, he was on the ice in the last minute of play yesterday he went hard to uh, the net uh, led to a scoring chance for Hyman I think uh, he's doing lots of good stuff I think uh, you worry when you're not in those chances and I, I'm finding him in those chances well, fair enough. He only played 13-28 last night, did RV It was dash one and uh, just two shots on goal. But to me, this year, he looks the part of the six foot four forward even if he's not cashing in on those goal mouth net front chances he's big and he looks big along the wall one hit last night two the game before a couple against new jersey and he had a five hit game in just 14 minutes against vegas so it seems like he's trying to add a dimension to his game and he has to he makes three million dollars this season and he has five points through 22 games now so you'd better figure out how to use that big frame 
Uh, we'll press pause here. When we come back, some time for your text messages. We'll get to NHL today. And, uh, oh, yeah, we've got uh, a whole rest of the show to tell you about as well. The Oil Kings have made two monumental trades as they continue rebuilding this franchise. We will uh, talk to Kurt Hill, general manager of the team, at 135. Lots of time for you at 105, but Frank Saravalli today, again, for the horses coming up at 1235. We'll step out. Brendan Escott here, back after this. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here as in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. This is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on Oilers Radio, 630 Ched. Bob and the team off to the Windy City. Hopefully it's a fraction as chilly there as it has been here in this capital region in northern Alberta. It is cold. You heard the wind chill about minus 23. Good grief. <laughs> Let's try and warm it up with NHL Today here. Brought to you by Elite Promotional Marketing, your local branded merchandise specialist. Head to ElitePromoMarketing.com. We've got nine games across the league tonight. Montreal hosts San Jose. Winnipeg entertains Colorado. Calgary gets Matthew Kachuk in the uh, homecoming game with the Florida Panthers down the QE2. And the Canucks and Capitals will tango on the West Coast. Oilers and Blackhawks tomorrow at 7.30. On 6.30, Chad coverage begins at 6. Dallas extending center Rope Hintz for eight years, $8.45 million per season. 26-year-old has 194 points in 261 games over five years now. I wonder, uh, I wonder if that's kind of what Bo Horvat's going to target now as... Uh, two-way centerman in his own right. Bakersfield, they're in Abbotsford, actually, taking on the Baby Canucks uh, for tomorrow games. No, tonight and Wednesday. Oil Kings, uh, I mentioned those two big trades yesterday. They offloaded 20-year-olds Carson Golder and uh, Jackson Weeb in two different deals in exchange for uh, one player and some draft capital. We'll tell you about much more on this with uh, Oil Kings GM Kurt Hill, 135 today. Saskatoon Blades coming to Rogers Place for a game tomorrow night. And the Gold Bears meeting McEwen for a home and home starts at the downtown community arena on Friday. That should be a fun one. Uh, you want to Keep in touch with us. You can do so on the River Cree Resort Casino Hotline, 780-496-0063. Ring in the new year with Trooper, December 30th, and Big Sugar, December 31st. Tickets and more information at rivercreeresort.com. We'll probably open the phone lines up, and we will open them up at 105. Keep the text coming, though, 780-496-0063. That's the Ashley Fine Floors text line as well. You can get the new floors you've always wanted, 143rd Street, 109. 
and 11th Avenue or head to ashleyfinefloors.com for more. We are on Twitter, as you probably know by now. It's uh, at Oilers Now for the show. Bob is at Bob underscore Stoffer. You can find me at Brendan Escott. Brendan with two E's, B-R-E-N-D-E-N. Scott, E-S-C-O-T-T. A texter here wondering, um, because we were talking, this is Cal in Spruce Grove, who has three observations. He says, we were talking last week uh, how we didn't have very many Oilers goals coming from the defense. You were right. We only had seven at the point that I drew that to attention. I think Bouchard has actually scored three since. Barry, one of the best defensemen, says Cal, for stick handling and being able to walk the line and produce offense by distribution or shooting. And P.S. Cam Moon's doing great calling the game and putting some energy on the radio. Well, there you go, Mooner. You get a shout-out from Cal and Spruce Grove. And you know what, Cal? I agree with you. I watched Barry play this year. He seems to be composed. And, and when you have puck-moving defensemen and that's sort of their M.O. I mean, you'd like to see the turnovers limited, right? For the most part, there's been nothing too egregious from Tyson Berry. And now at this stage of his career, I think he's a real valuable member of a team as, as a veteran, as a veteran voice, and maybe not to the same extent, but a similar role that, say, a Duncan Keith filled last year. Just... Just food for thought there. But you're right, Cal. I mean, this was a team that only had three goals from Barry, three goals from Nurse, and, and I think one from, uh, yeah, one from CeCe. And now you can add three more from Bouchard. So your secondary scoring, of course, doesn't all have to come from the forwards. You see other teams around the league getting plenty of it from the back end. And the way that Edmonton's back end is built, you and I both know they're not there to intimidate. They're there to move the puck and help with the offense. So there you go. You start to see a little bit of uh, traction shall we say in uh, in that realm 7 30 tomorrow night is actually the front half of two in a row this is a really really weird part of the schedule the fact that Edmonton was just in New York for a week okay just two weeks after being in Florida for a week but let's let's not complicate it that much so you, you were in New York for a week you come home for one game against Florida and then you go back out east you play Chicago and and Minnesota on a back-to-back I guess that's the nature of the beast when you start with six straight games on home ice. I don't really know why that happened schedule-wise. It, it was the, there wasn't a concert. It should never be superseded by the Western League, so I, I can't really figure this one out. But it is basically a six-game road trip right now when you factor in all the travel back to Edmonton from the East Coast and then back out to the central part of the U.S. again. So we'll see whether that becomes a factor as far as the energy levels of an Oilers team that is already struggling to start hot. Frank Saravalli coming up after a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell.